Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock, and for over 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. So now I'm on a mission to help other new business owners just like you make money doing what you love too. Now we're going to have some fun, so let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly. It's episode 195, and I am so glad that you are here today because I'm talking to you about the pros and cons of starting a passion-based business. I know most of you that listen to me are starting a business because it's something that you're really excited about, that you're passionate about, that you love. Maybe it's something that you've loved your entire life. And now you're like, oh my gosh, I could have it as a business. I could actually make money doing what I love. We're going to talk about the pros and cons of that because obviously you have another choice of starting a business. It could be something that maybe you're not that passionate about. And I want to talk about that today and just keep it real for you today. If you're looking to start a business or maybe you're right now in the process of starting, I just think it's it's helpful to understand the great things about it, but also the pitfalls. So if you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you have found this podcast, I have no doubt that it's going to help you along your business journey, whether you're in the idea stage, whether you're planning, whether you're starting or growing. I'm just so happy you're here and so excited for you that you're going for this and that you're being courageous enough to delve into this world of business ownership. Make sure you get plugged in. If you're new, I have a free Facebook group. Did you know this? It's called Women Starting Businesses Doing What We Love. All you have to do is scroll down in the show notes right now. Like if you scroll down, there'll be a button that says join the free Facebook group. You'll click it and it's going to take you over to Facebook and you're going to answer three quick questions. So if you're on a mobile device or whatever it is, it's going to take you over there. Three quick questions, answer those and I'll let you in. And what's going to be awesome about you being in the group is you now have a place to ask questions, get feedback and get ideas. Ask those what you think are silly questions and they're not. Because, spoiler alert, a lot of these people have the same questions and they're scared to ask. So come on in the group. Get help. Because I know sometimes it can feel really lonely as you're starting your business. And I don't want you to feel alone. So make sure you get plugged in. Know that I have some free resources for you, like a 16-step checklist for you to help you get your business started. And then I've got an actually a business idea guide. It's called an Guy guide to help you kind of figure out what type of business you're meant to start. If you find yourself going, you know, what type of business should I actually start? Like I want to start one, but I don't know. Grab that guide. I've got all that for you. I do have some paid programs too that can totally help you. So make sure you check those out below. And if you've been listening a while, thank you to all my loyal listeners. Shout out to my grow getters who are amazing and all my binge worthy podcasting group members. Did y'all know that I had a boot camp to help new podcasters get going? It was so much fun. And I'm so excited for their podcast to launch. I cannot wait. So shout out to all my binge worthy boot campers. I'm so excited. Anyways, thank you all for being such loyal listeners, such amazing clients. And I'm just so happy you're here. Okay. On to the episode. Well, hello friends. How are you? How is everything going? I hope it's going well. I hope your business is going well. I hope you are starting in a simple yet strategic fashion in a non-wigged out manner. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hope you are being calm and cool and collected and growing your business intelligently. I'm just so excited for all of you. I'm so proud of you. I love seeing all the updates in the Facebook group. It's just so wonderful. And to see your wins and everything you're thankful for and things you're taking imperfect action on. If you're in the Facebook group, you know what I'm talking about in the free Facebook group. I just love it. And my grow getters, I just love it in our Facebook group, seeing all your updates and wins. Oh, it just warms my heart so much. So I'm so happy you're here today because I wanted to talk about the pros and cons of starting a passion-based business. And I think the majority of you here listening are here because you want to make money doing what you love. You've got some type of passion, skill, God-given gift, a talent, whatever you want to call it. You've got it. You know that it can be used for good. You know you have untapped potential. Am I right? You know this. And you're just trying to like figure out how do I do this? How do I bring this out into the world? How do I get the courage to do this? What are all the steps, right? All this stuff is going on in your head. And I know that you're starting a business for so many very important reasons. A lot of you just want more fulfillment. You want to make a difference. You want to make an impact. You don't want a job that's just like unfulfilling and you're not even using your skills. Like we've all had those jobs. We're like, we know we're made for more than this, right? And so that's why I'm so proud of all of you for stepping in to this journey that you're on. It's so amazing. But there's other people out in this world who are starting businesses for different reasons, okay? There are people who start a business because a friend tells them to start a business and they're like, oh, I should just start a business. And they just kind of jump into it, right? Some people start a business because they hear there's the latest and greatest thing that they can make a zillion dollars on. And so they just start that business. It's like on a whim and they're like, oh, I'll just start a business. If not, I'll go get another job. We'll do whatever. I'm just going to sell this. I don't even really care about this product, this widget, whatever it is. And they don't care. They're just, they're just starting a business to maybe make some money. Some people are desperate and they've got to make money now. And they're like, I can just offer something. And I understand. I think that's great that if you, you are hustling and you're like, you know what? I have to make money. Maybe I can start a business offering something. I think that's super, right? But sometimes if you're not really passionate about it, things can go wrong. I mean, let's just face it. If you start a business for one of those reasons that I just mentioned, something because you just need money really fast because your neighbor told you you should start a business or someone told you, or you just like found the latest and greatest thing and you're like, oh my gosh, that can make money. I don't really care about it, but I want to sell it. Things can go bad. What happens is you may rush into it. You may spend money setting up this business and doing these things and you're not really that into it. You were just trying to make some quick dollars. A lot of times I find that those people, uh, their businesses aren't sustainable because when things get hard, they are like, I'm out, peace out. Like, I just need a job. I just need to go back to working where I have steady income. They're not able to weather the storm because they don't even love what they were doing. They were just doing it for, you know, these other reasons. And that's why I think starting a business based on something that you are passionate about doesn't have to be your favorite thing in the whole entire world, people, but something that you are passionate about that you know that you can make a difference for people with right? I think that's so much better for so many reasons. And I want to talk to you about those first. I want to talk to you about the pros of having a passion-based business like you're starting, like I have. My business is a passion. I feel called to help people like you who are scared to start your business. You don't know what to do. You don't even know if it's possible for you. You're thinking, who am I to be doing this? You feel sort of like an imposter. I know a lot of you, and you've heard about that whole imposter syndrome. And yeah, you can call it that, but it's more just like, 
oh my gosh, there's people that do this better than me. Who am I to be doing this? Are people really going to buy this? You're scared of what people are going to think. You know, you have all these things that I'm just so proud of you because you're doing it anyways, because you know you can make a difference and you know that you want a career that's actually fulfilling and rewarding, right? So here's some pros. For people like us who are starting and growing businesses based on a passion that we have about something that we love, something that we're proud of, something that we're excited about. And and the number one pro is that you will love what you offer. Like you will totally love it. I'm not even kidding. If you haven't opened your business yet, you haven't figured it out, just know that when you figure it out, you're going to love it. Like when I had my monogram gifts business and my kids and baby gifts boutique online, I had two online stores for a very long time and I loved everything I sold. I would get giddy about them. In fact, when I would go to market to shop, like you can go to Dallas market, you go to markets around the country where you shop wholesale and you pick out your goods to sell. I would get so excited at the booths when I would see certain new products, new bags, new scarves, new necklaces, whatever it was, I would be all giddy. And I can still remember some of the business owners that were selling to me, their faces were like so happy that somebody was so excited about what they had made. And it was just like, but I, it was authentic. And I loved it. I'm like, oh my gosh, these necklaces are beautiful. These will sell. My people will love them. And I would be all excited and I would order, right? I loved what I sold. I loved it when I bought it from the wholesalers and I loved it when I was selling it to people. I was this enthusiastic about everything I sold because I love it. Now, there were some patterns of some things that I just wasn't loving the patterns. And the crazy thing was some of the patterns that I didn't love were actually top sellers. So it just shows you, you got to give the people what they want. But in general, absolutely loved what I did. Y'all know I absolutely love what I do now, like showing up on this podcast, helping my grow getters, my group programs, helping you figure out your business plan and your business idea. You know, I have those all on my website and you can see them, but I'm genuinely this passionate about it. This is not a show. This is not put on. I'm this giddy and excited about everything that you're doing. All I want to do is be there to help you make this dream of yours happen. And it's real. And listen, I mean, can you hear it in my voice how much I love it? Well, it's the same for you. I know it. Whatever you do right now, if you sell jellies, if you sell dog products, if you help people with life coaching, if you have a store, whatever it is, I know that you love what you sell as much as I love what I offer too. I know it. And isn't it the best feeling? It's like, because really when it comes down to it, you don't have to be salesy. Like if you just get to talk frankly like this about what you offer, like think about it right now. If you got to talk about what you offer, you would be excited about it. You would, and you love it. Okay. And I think it's wonderful. So that is a huge pro to having a passion-based business. Another one is that it's super fulfilling and rewarding. And I think that's what we're all seeking in a career. Because I've met so many people that are in jobs, they're in, you know, careers. And, you know, even now, like my grow getters, a lot of them work part-time or even have a full-time job that they are like, it's okay. You know, that's why I'm starting this business. I want something that I love. I want to make money. I want to be my own boss. You know, I hear it all the time. And when they get to do it, even if they're hardly making any money, it is so fulfilling and rewarding. They love it. They are just so happy with the difference that they've made for people, how they've either made them happy or helped save them time or help them build their relationships, whatever it is that you do. Can't you 
understand that, how fulfilling and rewarding it is. So to me, that's a huge pro. I love that. Another pro is that when you're talking about your products or when you're sharing information, you are super authentic. Like it's the real deal. It's the real deal. It's not you putting on a show, like trying to act like you think this thing is great. Like you actually know it is. Now, some of you may be going, well, I don't know if my product or service is actually that great yet, but just forget about that. Like exactly what it is. It's what you're offering, like what you're helping people do. The transformation is authentic for you because you know, like if they can get to where you you think they should be, how amazing their life will be or how much better it will be or how much happier they will be, right? You're very authentic when you have a business that's passion-based. Another pro is that you are an expert and you have so much knowledge you don't even know. Like I'll talk to grow-getters or I'll talk to my coaching clients and they don't realize how valuable their knowledge is. Like they don't because they know it. And it's like I always say, like you can't see the label of your bottle that you're in from the inside. We're all inside like a little bottle and you can't see the label. You can't see the outside. You can't see how other people see us, right? And we can't see it. And we don't realize that they don't know all that we know. And we're spitting out facts or talking about things and they're like, whoa, you know so much. And you're like, I do. Like sometimes you don't realize what you know because it comes so easy to you. Maybe you've been doing this your whole life. Maybe you learned this from someone else and you've been doing it. Maybe you actually had a career doing this where you worked for someone else. Whatever it is, you don't realize how much you know. And that's what's so cool is that you are already an expert. You don't have to become an expert. Yes, you can learn and get better and improve. It's like you can have enrichment. You can have training programs like I have. I've done coaching programs and training programs to better myself so that I come off (laughs) as, you know, someone who is to be respected and listened to. But I have to be honest. A lot of it is already innate. I mean, I think that is for a lot of people that I work with. It's already there. We just kind of have to pull it out and give you the confidence to put yourself out there and the confidence to say, yeah, I know this stuff and I can share it. So those are some really cool pros, don't you think? Don't you think that's amazing? But here's some cons. And and I just, these are pitfalls and I don't want you to fall into these pits. I don't want you to get caught in this. And I just want to talk you through it because I want you to realize that there are some cons, okay? So the first thing is that for many, I see this, the business side of things can be tough. Like you're like, how do I control my finances? How do I figure out my budget? How do I do all this in the background? How do I do my books? Some people, what's hard is the tech side, setting up a website, figuring out a logo, doing all that. I get it, y'all. There's a lot. You've got to wear a lot of hats. You have to learn to delegate. You have to learn to hire people to help you. Like you do. You, you probably won't be able to do everything on your own right? When I started, I didn't do everything on my own. I hired someone to do my graphics right at the beginning when I started this business. So I was like, I can't even figure this out right now. I got to figure out my podcast and I was trying to do other stuff, right? So business can be hard and there's a learning curve. So that is a con that a lot of times you haven't had business experience or you just want to focus on your product already because you love your product or your service that you're offering. And so you don't even want to do the business side of it. I get it. Are you shaking your head? Some of you listening going, yeah, that's me. I just want to do what I do and I don't want to do all this business stuff. And I understand that's a con is that it's kind of hard for people. And sometimes their business doesn't get run well. Sometimes their business isn't run well. And that's when you need to hire help. If you know your business isn't running well, you need help. Okay. The, the other problem is that 
some business owners who are passion-based kind of can slip into hobby mode where they don't even care if they make any money. I mean, I know a lot of you are like, what? I care if I make money. I have to make money. I'm supporting my family. I get that. But I'm just telling you, a lot of people who are in passion-based businesses will let it slide for a long time that they're not really making that much profit. It's because they love what they do. They love it. And they're like, I know it's here. I know I have something. I just got to figure this out. I mean, I was in that when I was starting this business. Yeah, I was making money, but I wasn't making very much money. And I was like, I don't care. I just want to keep doing this forever. Why can't I make a bazillion dollars? This is amazing. I want to do this every day, right? But it gets down to it where you kind of slip into hobby mode. And I don't want you to do that. You can't do that. You don't need another hobby. You need a business that's actually making money, okay? <laughs> Are you hearing me? Okay, here is another con, is that you overcommit to people and try to people please. I've had grow getters tell me this. They will overcommit, especially service providers will go and be like, oh yes, I'll be there at this time and I will do this extra and I will add in this because you just, you know what your product or service can do for them. And you're like, would you please buy it already? Like you'll do anything to like get the sale. You're like, please. But you have to realize a lot of times this can come back and bite you. And for my grow getters who've mentioned this in our meetings, who will remain nameless because they don't share private information, they know what I'm talking about. And if you're listening today and that's you, you've been there, done that. And I think it's so wonderful because y'all share with the other grow getters too. Like, you know, don't do this, don't do that because it's only going to come back and bite you. So please people, if you have a passion-based business, don't overcommit and try to be a people pleaser and do everything for everyone and extend yourself and overcommit yourself and stress yourself out and make yourself tired and make yourself lose money because you're doing all this extra stuff. So that happens because we are all very passionate about what we do. Okay. Another con is that we have an emotional attachment to things we do. And sometimes, like I've had to tell clients this, is that we kind of have to detach sometimes, which is hard. And I don't like to because I like being emotionally attached to my business. But I've had to tell them, you know, you need to on certain things. Like maybe you shouldn't be offering that because you're actually losing money or it's actually taking you too much time or people aren't buying it. Even though you love it, people aren't really buying it. So stop selling that. Stop doing that. I mean, I've had to analyze things in my business. In fact, I'll probably be making some changes coming up in some of my programs because I'm trying to simplify and I can't be emotionally attached, even though it makes me sad because I want to help everybody. See, this is what I'm talking about. We all do it. I do it. I want to help everybody. And I realized that I only have so many hours in the day. I have a family, I have other things, and I'm going to have to be smart about the programs that I move forward with, right? And so I have to restructure things. We always are doing that. We're all refining that. We're all working on it, okay? But we have an emotional attachment. And so sometimes that can tie into not making money where you don't ever want to close your business because you have an emotional attachment. And that's kind of what happened to me with my online boutiques too. I knew I needed to close them because I knew I just wasn't in it anymore. Like I just wasn't mentally in it, but I was still emotionally in it. Like I don't even think I've given up my domain names and Google domains I still have in this very room. And I think I still have kids or fans too. I can't let go of them. I still pay for them because I keep thinking one day, are they going to, is someone going to, I don't know. It's so silly. It's ridiculous. I'm sure a business coach would be like, what are you doing? You're not running those businesses anymore. And I'd be like, you're right. I'm not, but I'm emotionally attached to my domain names that I've had for 20 years and I don't want to let them go. <laughs> so 
you know, it happens to the best of us. But if that's my worst problem, then that's okay, right? Also, for those of you that are passion-based business, a con can be that it's a passion that you have right now. And it's not really a long-term passion. So I want you to analyze this. If this is you right now, you're like, you're starting your business, you're growing. Is this just a passion that you have right now? Like, did you, you know, like you just had a baby and you're like, I want to sell newborn clothes. That's all I want to do, newborn clothes. Well, when your baby gets to like three years old, are you still going to want to sell newborn clothes? Are you still going to want to do all that? I mean, that kind of happened to me when me and my friend Jenny had our businesses. We were buying all this baby stuff and baby blankets because we both had babies. But then as our children grew up, we started becoming enlightened on all the cute kids products and and older kids products. And we started kind of shifting what was in our business. We still had the baby stuff. I always had those. But it was funny because then we were like, oh, wait, this, this stuff is really cute too. And so we kind of broadened what we sold. And then when I had my online businesses, I had so much stuff, y'all, for all ages. It was kind of crazy. And so I had a temporary massive passion for like baby stuff for a while and then it kind of evolved, but that's what can happen to you. So just watch out because you don't want to get so entrenched in one little tiny niche of your passion that could maybe shift over time. So just think about that because I've seen that happen to others too, where they're super excited. Maybe it's a certain way of eating or something. And then in a couple of years, they realize, I don't really want to eat like that anymore, but then they've got the business like that. And so it makes it very hard and it's a personal struggle. And I don't want you to be disenchanted with your business, you know, and feel disconnected. So just make sure when you're starting something, it's actually going to have longevity. Like you're like, no, I like all of this. It doesn't matter now or in 10 years. I mean, I can understand if styles shift. I'm not talking as much about styles, but do you know what I'm saying? So just think about that, okay? So those are cons. But again, the pros massively outweigh the cons, like massively, because the pros are that you can build a sustainable business. You will hang on when times get hard and you will fig- you will be determined to figure it out. That's like me. As I've been shifting my business and evolving, I mean, I haven't changed majorly, but just like with product decisions and, you know, I went from just straight one-on-one coaching to now my group programs, like I will stick with it in the long haul because I love it so much, right? And you are going to feel so rewarded when you get those people that leave you good reviews or look in your eyes and tell you, thank you. You did an amazing job. I don't know what I would do without you. I mean, I was saying that to my decorator that's been helping me with their house. And I know this is first world problems, totally. But just that I've never had, you know, I'm 50 and I finally got a decorator for my home because I said, you know, I've always struggled with how to decorate my home and hired her. And I'm just like, Laura, I would never have had any of this stuff if it wasn't for you. It still feels like me, but I had your help. And that's the beautiful thing. And, you know, when I get people telling me, thank you for all that, you know, that I've done with them, that they tell me that I've done with them, like in Grow Getters or the Just Getting Started group. And it's just, it, you know, it, it brings tears to your eyes. It, it makes you so happy. And it's the best feeling that you're doing work that matters. You're doing work that matters. And there's nothing better than that. And it's amazing that we live in countries where we can have this freedom to build a business based on our God-given gifts and our passions and our talents and our skills. And it's just the most rewarding thing. I don't care if you make dog collars or dog food 
or you sell jewelry or whatever it is, you're making a huge difference for people. You're making them happy. You're saving them time. You're bettering their lives. You're helping them feel better about themselves or their relationships or their home. You'll know what I'm saying, right? That you're making a difference. And to me, that is the biggest pro of a passion-based business because you are all in. Your heart is in it. You love it. And you're so excited to have it. And so I'm just so happy for you all. I hope you realize what a gift this is that we can start passion-based businesses. But watch out for those pitfalls that I mentioned. But I'm sure you're going to be smart about it. You're listening to this podcast. I'm sure you're learning and doing things to help yourself. And kudos to you. I'm so happy for you. If you're here, I want to invite you today. If you are in the idea stage, planning stage, starting or growth stage, I have programs for you that you can work with me. I can save you so much time and angst and lay it all out for you, you know, share with you the mistakes that I've made, give you the roadmaps so that you can get this thing going sooner than later and start living your business dream. I know you want to do that. My flagship program is Grow Getters for those of you that have your business open or are about to open and you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to grow this? How do I market myself? What do I say? What do I do? Make sure you check out Grow Getters. You can also go to grow-getters.com and have all the information there. So I'm so excited for all of you. Best wishes to you all in your passion-based business. I'm so excited. And until next time, bye now. Now, this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.